Good afternoon, Patriots. It's Scott here from Woke Society. As the news heard around the world yesterday that Trump, First Lady, and, lo- and a lot of his White House staff tested positive for COVID and the left were literally celebrating with their hate. As much hate as I saw yesterday, the amount of people supporting Trump and praying for him far outweighed these soulless people that took joy in this news. So many questions to ask, though. How did Trump go so long without catching it? And all, and all of a sudden, him, his White House staff, his wife, and other Republicans are all catching it now seemingly at the same time. What implications does this have for China now? Was this done to damage Trump right before the election? Does this have anything to do with the Mickey Mouse clock or favorite Anon dropped, which was pointing out the 10-2, which was yesterday's date? There's so much to cover, so much to get into. We're going to get into all the theories, all the tinfoil hat stuff, and so many other subjects like QAnon being condemned yesterday by the House of, by the House of Representatives. We're going to dive into all that. But first, let's hear a word from our sponsor. Please register at pill.net today. It's a free uncensored platform for sharing topics and truth. Please check out our new live streaming feature. It is dynamic, powerful, and comparable to Twitch and YouTube. Here we go. Use the hot filter to check out what's hot right now on pilled.net. Alternatively, you can use the images and videos filter to check out just straight media. At pilled.net, you can use hashtags to categorize your topics, such as hashtag Kids Lives Matter, which is a movement anyone can support. Use our commenting system to let others know your thoughts and opinions on their posts. With our topic creation tool, you can dynamically create topics with as much text, media, or links that you want to include in your post. Or you can go live and stream directly to pill.net and tell the world exactly what they need to know. We are moving forward and have released our Pilled mobile application. It is available on iOS and Android. Just download it directly from our website. Join the fight for your freedom of speech today at pill.net. Beautiful. So, guys, go check out pill.net. They are, again, a censor-free platform. Um, You can't get much better than that. You can literally post anything you want. You can talk about anything you want. It's not an echo chamber. They're both left and right on that website. And uh, it's just getting better and better by the day. And and very, very soon, we're going to be able to do super chats on Pilled uh, with their live chat. Uh, with their li- with their uh, live streaming system, so it's going to be very good. So, on a serious note today, not going to have a funny video to start off the uh, to start off the show because again, POTUS was tested positive for uh, for COVID for the Rona. So everyone's asking, well, how is he doing? Because we're hearing so many uh, multiple reports. The mainstream media is again hoping for the worst, as you, as you guys are going to see today. Um, it's 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 it's. It needs to be talked about, so we're going to dive right into it. So I have a video here for Methods. This is where we're going to start the show out today of the doctor talking about um, how Trump is doing, and it's very good news. So I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch. He's receiving outstanding multidisciplinary care, uh, the state of the science uh, for coronavirus infection. We are monitoring him very closely uh, for any evidence of complications from either the coronavirus illness or the therapies that we are prescribing to uh, make him better. We have monitored his cardiac function, uh, his kidney function, his liver function, all of those are normal. And the president this morning is not on oxygen, uh, not having difficulty breathing or walking around uh, the White House medical unit upstairs. He's in exceptionally good spirits. And in fact, uh, as we were completing our multidisciplinary rounds this morning, 
the quote he, he left us with was, I feel like I could walk out of here today. And, and that was a very encouraging comment from the president. Encouraging indeed, Patriots. This is what prayer does. This is what holding a positive attitude does. Keep praying for this man. He is not going to let us down. He is the strongest president I have seen since I've been alive. Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real. But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal. It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed. Bring your thoughts to light, all the plans they conceal. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with satanic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. Through projects looking glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Woke society's fam, you know it's time to go. Grab your popcorn, sit back now. Enjoy the show, severe and non on the mic, so come on, enjoy the flow. The wave is rising, and you know it's only gonna grow. All right, ladies and gentlemen, like, share, subscribe. Get that, please, if anything today, ladies and gentlemen, share my episodes because the YouTube is cracking down on not just mine, but so many of the other creators' numbers right now. Our view counts are going down, and it's for a, a, another main reason I've talked about in previous episodes. Um, so please share share this episode. I, I need as much help as I can get right now from all of you out there. So share this episode and just tell your friends. We are the news now over here at Woke Societies. A lot of stuff to break down today. So... Trump got Rona. Trump got the Rona. First lady got the Rona. A bunch of people in his White House staff got the Rona. And it's there's so many questions that are surrounding this. So everyone was wondering what the hell is going on here. All the theories were flying around yesterday on Twitter. I actually took the day off yesterday from uh, from Twitter, um, just from just being on the phone in general, being on the computer. Just I was outside uh, burning brush uh, for a good part of the day, just completely unplugging and getting outside because I needed it. I needed a break. And seeing what I was seeing on Twitter, um, the left's reaction to Trump getting COVID was so disgusting. You're going to see it today, you guys. You guys are going to share the misery that I had yesterday. So what did Trump have to say about this last night? Well, he threw out an 18-second clip here for all of us to hear. So this is what he had to say. I want to thank everybody for the tremendous support. I'm going to Walter Reed Hospital. I think I'm doing very well but we're going to make sure that things work out. The First Lady is doing very well. So uh, thank you very much. I appreciate it. I will never forget it. Thank you. So he put this statement out yesterday, which or last night, which was great, because so many people are wondering what the hell is going on with him. And I even tweeted out when I first heard when I woke up yesterday morning when Trump tested positive that the uh, the drop, our favorite Anon's drop about uh, POTUS being insulated during times that we're going to be very heavy as far as maybe taking some people down or taking them all down at the same time, arrests, indictments. That was my first thought, and I'm sure a lot of you have thought that too and still are thinking that. Um, we're going to have to see how this plays out. But that's that was my first thought. But Trump was putting out these uh, this message to everybody, letting everyone know that he's doing fine, the First Lady's doing fine, which is always good. We always want to see positive things coming from a man, especially dealing with a virus like this. As much as uh, as much as everything we've talked about COVID and how we feel about it, it's still this is still a real virus. We've never said it's not real. It's a very real thing. And the president supposedly tested positive for this. So we're going to dive into all this right now. But seeing the support given to this president was so good. This video just last night, 
outside of Walter Reed was a bunch of Trump supporters with flags showing their support for the president. And as the night grew on, the uh, the crowd grew a little a lot bigger. But it wasn't just here. This was all over the country. And you can see here from Red Viper 2.0 on Twitter here says, absolutely beautiful. At POTUS, we're all praying for you before God on a bended knee. God bless you and love you. Look at all these bikers on their on on their knees praying for the president. I just want to point something out. You've seen you see how many people are sitting there. We see how many people are at Donald's uh, rallies. Do you think if if uh, Joe Biden got the wrong, do you think people would be outside in huge droves like this on their knees praying for Joe Biden? <laughs> absolutely not. And absolutely not. So I'm showing these positive things right now because you guys are going to see a lot of negative things on the other side of this because we have to talk about it. It was rampant all over the place and we have to know who we are dealing with when it comes to these situations. But um, uh, this is exactly why I took time off. I was praying for the president. I prayed from the first thing as soon as I found out first thing this morning. And to be honest, guys, I'm not worried one bit and you shouldn't be either. Um, we're going to have to see the events that play out in the next couple of weeks because obviously he's going to have to quarantine. Trump is already talking about doing virtual rallies and all this stuff. So either way, the show is going to carry on and Trump is not going to miss a beat. I can promise you that he's not going to. So let's get into the uh, into the tinfoil hat stuff, the media stuff that was that was being spread about. First thing I want to start off here is from John Bashmas report from an insider I spoke to at Walter Reed Army Medical Center. The president is charming, funny, is in good spirits. He's incredibly, incredibly friendly to the medical staff. This the perfect patient. And now we were seeing contradicting reports from the Huffington Post uh, BuzzFeed, Washington Post, New York Times saying that Trump is uh, his levels are really low. His oxygen levels are low. He might be on a respirator. All these things were being thrown out. And it was really hard to to see this because we know we know deep down the media won't say it, but they would love more than anything if something bad were to happen to the president. You can't say that they wouldn't because we're going to see um, very in a little bit. Uh, the evidence of this, and it's it's going to blow your mind. But I sa- I found this tweet here from Adam Housley. It says, proving that we've lost all concept of accuracy in reporting. I just read back-to-back reports by national media. One says Trump is cracking jokes and lighthearted. The other says he is having trouble breathing and in danger. Wow, we need a reset button. And we really, really do. Because these people have completely shown who they are. You guys have been on this journey with me and my channel for the ones who have been with me since I first started. I've been I've done nothing but rail on the mainstream media and their disgusting practices and it was a huge factor into why I started this channel myself. But this is why we need a reset button because all they want to do on the other side is spew negativity, discouragement, anything to to try to stop the momentum going into the uh, election for Trump. And we saw it on the left with Chuck Schumer saying all the is the Trump even suited to uh, lead our country right now? Should he step down? Should he sign over his power to uh, to uh, to Mike Pence? And we were even seeing things about, oh, it looks like we have to put Nancy Pelosi as a possible candidate in case Trump cannot uh, carry out his duties. This is the kind of garbage we were that I was seeing yesterday um, on Twitter. And it wasn't just bad things, too. We're going to focus on some positive things as well. This tweet here from Brian Cates 
says, given what could be dropping over the next two weeks, I like this idea of Trump in a military installation with extra tight security. And a lot of people, including myself, felt like this was part and due to maybe Trump insulating himself like the drop I talked about, um, insulating himself from events. There was even other drops saying Trump would have to insulate himself to avoid negative press on something. Again, this is all speculation. There's no sauce on it before the drops, besides the drops that I'm talking about. But knowing what we know now, and uh, with the Mickey Mouse clock being on 10-2, Trump found out he got COVID on 10-2. Was this planned? Was this something that was uh, part of the plan? It's really hard for me to go out on that limb and saying, yes, um, Trump was supposed to get COVID to to uh, as part of this entire plan that's going out here. I don't know about that. And in a lot and, and a lot of the things you're going to see in the tweets here from the left side in just a moment, um, people saying that Trump was faking this to get uh, pub, uh, publicity, uh, sympathy after uh, his, his terrible debate the other night. And that's this again, this is what the left was saying to all their supporters. And uh, this is these are all the theories that we were seeing come out of this. But for me, myself, my personal feelings on this, and I would love for you guys to comment um, on this video of what you guys thought happened here. I thought it was so suspicious that out of nowhere that this that this president has gone so long traveled. Sorry, my headphones are falling off here so long without getting this virus, traveling all over the country, doing his thing, working as hard as he is. And all of a sudden. His staff gets it. He gets it. His wife gets it. And this this is this is just in the last couple of days here. The last two days. This is from Corey Diggs. Positive for COVID. Trump, Melania Trump, Hope Hicks. This is Hope Hicks is supposedly the person that got it first. She was tested positive and gave it to everyone else. That's that's the story as of now. Kellyanne Conway, Ronna McDaniel, Bill Stipen, Senator Mike Lee, Thomas Tillis, White House staffers, three White House journalists. All within the last couple of days. To me, it is super suspicious. And there's tweets out here like this that make you think about certain things being done behind the scenes possibly. Did the Dems plant something? That's really hard for me to go on, go on a show and say that is what they did. There's no evidence for this, but these are the ideas and things that are being talked about. From Omar Navarro, RBG dies. Trump announces he will nominate new justice before election. Pelosi makes arrow in our quivers comment to stop him. Week later, Trump, his top aide, his campaign manager, two senators all come down with COVID and Schumer is immediately requesting to delay nomination. And that was another thing that the Dems were calling for. Not just the fact that Trump was maybe he cannot carry out his uh, his responsibilities as president now because he's now dealing with a virus. Now it's let's try to delay the nomination of of, uh, of Barrett coming in as the Supreme Court justice. Do you see all these? Th- and the question I always reminds in my head that our favorite Anon always asks is, who does this benefit the most? And the Dems never, ever, ever leave out an opportunity like this, a low blow move to take advantage of and push their disgusting agenda down the line. And this is what we're seeing ultimately coming down now. Do I think the Dems planted COVID on their chairs? Um, the other night, I don't think so. That's really hard for anyone to prove, but it's super suspicious nonetheless that this all happened right now, beginning of October, and people are saying, is this the October surprise? 
There are so many theories out there that we could dive into, but I would love to know what you guys think on this. And from Shem Horn on Twitter says, I'm not into conspiracy theories, but everyone around the president suddenly testing positive and the White House has coronavirus tests administered to anyone, anytime they are near the president is pretty ridiculous. And I believe so too, because Trump is more insulated than anybody. More insulated than anybody in any bubble. And all of a sudden, we're just getting all these tests. And even people are saying there, there, it's possible that there could be a false positive, which is very likely. But at this point, um, we're the second day into this now. The doctors have said he's doing fine. Um, he's going to recover. And he, Trump even said he felt like he could walk out the door today. So hearing those words is extremely, extremely uh, important and encouraging. But just to add some context to this, all these, these were all the articles coming out yesterday and today. Uh, three White House reporters tested positive for COVID. Uh, Chris Christie, 25th person infected in White House COVID-19 outbreak. And that's what they're calling it now because it seems it's just the Republicans that got it. Um, as far as I know, Bill Barr tested negative. Uh, Mike Pence has pes- uh, tested negative. And some others um, that are important in Trump's inner circle have tested negative. Not all of them have gotten it, but some, a decent amount have. And it's they're calling it the White House COVID-19 outbreak. So... We're going to have to see how this plays out. I'm not going to sit here and be uh, and be fearful and be, oh my gosh, the world's coming to an end. Um, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine, ladies and gentlemen. And as far as whether Trump, the last theory I want to talk about is, is Trump in Air Force One or is he in Harry Reid Hospital or Walter Reed Hospital? He's in the hospital. They were taking the press questions today and I didn't listen to the press briefing because I, I, I can't deal with it right now. Uh, with other things going in my life, I cannot deal with listening to the stupid questions the press have because the press were going into that conference, um, hoping hoping for bad news because it would it would nothing would make them happier than finding out there's complications going out with Trump and it's going to make their headlines and people are going to be clicking it. That's all they care about, and uh, it was really disgusting hearing from my friends that were watching, uh, listening to it, and I I'm so glad I didn't. I'm so glad. So. The one person I want to call out here because I'm still not over how the debates went uh, with with uh, Chris Wallace here. This man is done. They, Fox News, I, I've been telling people for months, stop watching Fox News. There's only maybe two people I'd watch on Fox News, and that's Tucker Carlson and maybe Sean Hannity, maybe. Um, Fox News has been doing a, a damage control tour for Chris Wallace because they've been putting him on literally every show um, to try to save him because he must have taken a huge hit for this to happen. And it's very clearly what Fox is doing. But Chris Wallace here, had, again, had to weigh in on Trump and, again, taking shots at him during this news. And if you guys didn't think he was an asshole, wait until you listen to this. This is from Sean Davis here tweeting, Virginia's blackface governor locked down schools, shut down the economy, and wore a mask everywhere, and he got the coronavirus. So I think Chris Wallace needs to spend a bit more time studying logic and a lot less time Reading Democratic Underground. Listen to this douchebag talk on Fox News. It's only 24 seconds, so I, I'm not. You guys won't get overburdened here. Take a watch. If I could say one thing to all of the people out there watching, forget the politics. This is a public safety health issue. The president of the United States is the, in the most secure bubble in the world, in the sense that everybody who comes in contact with him has to take a test, and he still got it. So wear the damn mask and follow the science. Oh my goodness. That's the key takeaway. Isn't it funny? I feel like I'm watching CNN. Wear the damn mask. Science. Listen to the science. 
It sounds like what Joe Biden was saying on the debate stage the other night. If this was up to me, yes, I will continue to close down the country and listen to the science. Chris Wallace is a Democrat shill. He's a shill. And the fact that he did the debates is disgusting in itself. He will never recover from that. And you can see it, how Fox reacting to it and putting his face all over the place because they're trying to save his career because the numbers and the outpouring of rage from the people must have been so great that it ultimately affected Fox's bottom line. It had to have for this to happen. And here we are, Chris Wallace talking about, so wear the damn mask. It's science. It's science. You know what? The masks weren't talking about preventing preventing COVID. They're, they're put on to stop people from spreading it. So that's what the science says. So this is what we're dealing with. And this is where the negative rhetoric started. And if you guys really, this is exactly what I'm showing you, what I'm about to show you now, because I put out a tweet yesterday because if this were to happen to Joe Biden, I know a lot of people would be making fun, but nobody would be celebrating, celebrating that Joe Biden got COVID. We, we honestly would, none of us were going to be surprised because that's a, that me personally, that's what I thought was going to happen. He was going to bail out of the, uh, Bail out of the debate. That's what I thought was going to happen. It wouldn't be celebrated. The left, though, were celebrating this, and the things they were saying are going to shock you. Absolutely disgusting. And I put this out. I put a tweet out yesterday saying the same thing, and the left got so I got so many so many trolls ended up in my Twitter yesterday out of nowhere, and they were very upset that I said that we they were celebrating it, and then they want a proof of it, and here it is. Sean Davis says this is from a Democratic legislator in Texas. When the left shows you who they are, believe them. From Gene Wu, hard to serve a prison sentence if you're dead. Let's keep going. From James Woods here, former staffer for Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton. This is the probably the worst one we saw yesterday. Zara Rahim says, it's been against my moral identity to tweet this for the past four years, but I hope he dies. This is what we're dealing with. And this was all over Twitter yesterday, all over Twitter. And if you want to get even worse, the Washington Post put this tweet out and then deleted it, says, opinion. Imagine what it will be like to never have to think about Trump again. And this was published just after the news that Trump tested positive for COVID. And then they went and deleted this from Andy No says, WAPO has deleted this tweet, which was sent out about an hour after Trump announced the world he and the first lady's positive COVID-19 test. I wonder why the Washington Post deleted this. Because even by their low, scummy standards, this was too much for them to leave up. And they knew they probably got backlash within the first hour. And maybe their editors like, yeah, this is even too scummy for us to put out there. But don't worry, the followers of the Washington Post and people that follow this stuff definitely did not hold back for them. They certainly made up for the slack. And the article here from The Federalist completely encaptured a lot of these screenshots talking about this. And you guys are going to see here, it says, despite receiving well wishes and safe recovery from some, other comedians, actors, political candidates, former political staffers, journalists, and other verified Twitter users celebrated and mocked Trump's diagnosis. And right here from Cameron Corthon, what a despicable despicable tweet from the former MSNB co-host. It says, sorry, Rachel, but no, hard pass on praying for that, as in praying for Trump to get better. Hard pass on, pay, on, on praying for that. Former Hillary Clinton spokesman says this effing rules. The one I just showed you about, the one where she said, I hope he dies. 
and it just keeps going on and on and on. And this one from Joy Reid says, here's how wrecked Trump's credibility is at this point. I've got a cell phone full of texts from people who aren't sure whether to believe Trump actually has COVID. He lies so much. One friend just texted. Is he just doing this to get out of the debates? These people are so twisted and so deranged. One, they they believe Joe Biden won the debate, which is absolutely hilarious. But they really think that he would he would lie about getting COVID just for just so Trump can bail out of the debate. It's disgusting. It's absolutely disgusting. And the worst part about all this, and you guys can see here, there is tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet. And it just does not stop. And a lot of them were even worse than the ones I just showed you, literally celebrating and hoping that the president dies. This is what we were seeing yesterday. All over Twitter, and you know what? If anybody on our side was doing this, all of our accounts would have been suspended. Twitter would have cracked down on us. And even Twitter put out some BS notice out there. A Vice, Vice article talked about how, tw- how Twitter was clamping down. And we all just laughed at the notice of because they weren't. It was everywhere. Everywhere. They weren't cracking down on anything. Which is which is not this which is par for the course of these people. And you know what? Joe Biden and Kamala Harris didn't even denounce any of their followers making fun of Trump or wishing that he died. Not one issue of it. It's disgusting. And even so, so after this news breaks, right, we're seeing all this disgusting rhetoric from the left and we're seeing these copy pasta BS PR written um, tweets, supposedly written by Obama, Hillary Clinton, President Clinton. You'll see it right here. Uh, Biden looks like he's got, he might have the Rona himself. He looks terrible, probably because there's thousands of people living in his head rent-free. Says, Rosie's mild symptoms here on Twitter. Says, Trump is the one with COVID-19, so why does Obama look like he's the one who's sick? Seriously, the man looks like he is worn down to the nub. And look at that face. And Obama sends his best wishes to Trump saying, we want to make sure everybody, and it cuts off there, but there's no point in bringing Obama's uh, half-assed tweet here talking about how he wishes he does better. No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. Trump knows he's dead. He has a body. Uh, Trump knows he has Obama dead to rights. And Obama knows this too. And for him to go out there, this was a PR stunt because everybody, including the Clintons here, you'll see here from praying actress, literally Hillary and Bill Clinton put out the same exact tweet saying, we wish the president and first lady a speedy recovery and hope for the safety of the White House staff, the Secret Service, and others putting their lives on the line. This pandemic has affected so many. We must continue to protect ourselves, our families, and communities. She put out the same tweet. And look, her husband, Bill Clinton, whoever it was who wrote this first, was it 8.30? Are they both at 8.30? Ah, so it looks like Clinton, Bill here, put it out first, and then Hillary just copy-pasted it. These people don't care. And Joe Biden's tweet was even worse, which I don't even have because it was so you could tell it was not written by him because the way it was written, it was he was way too smart, way too smart for uh, for Biden to write something like that. And it just it didn't come out of his mouth or his mind. You can easily tell. But you know what's funny, ladies and gentlemen, my hope out of all this. And there again, there were so many rumors when uh, Trump got this there. The, it was first reported that Trump had experimental drugs. And we're all saying, why is he on experimental drugs? There's already known drugs out there that can help with this. There were so many things, right? So many things. So this tweet I'm about to show you is my favorite because I would hope to God this would happen. If this were to happen, ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) 
this would be the greatest thing of all time. Dr. Richard Harambe says, my greatest wish right now is for Trump to get better and donate plasma so a treatment can be developed and the lips can be saved by Trump's blood. <laughs> can you imagine some of the craziest liberals out there, out in California, New York, getting plasma developed from Trump's blood for a cure to COVID. And that's what's being injected into these people to help mankind save themselves from the COVID-19. Oh my God, that'd be so good. So good. So we got to laugh a little bit. We got to laugh a little bit. So I would love to know what you guys think of that in the comments. Um, what do you ever, what do you guys think is going to happen going forward in the next two weeks? Do you think we're going to find out news? I, my biggest thing is what's going to happen with China. Now that the virus has personally affected Trump and his family, his wife, what's gonna, what's the implications for China on all this? This is ultimately what they wanted. This is what they wanted. So I, there are so many questions that still need to be answered. So I would love to know what you guys are thinking on this. So let's transition gears here to other, to other stories that I found interesting and some scumbags. And we're going to talk about Harvey Weinstein and an update on the Nexium case, which, I, which is, if you guys don't know the Nexium case, go back to my older episodes from last year when I first started. Um, I dove into the Nexium case with Keith Rainier, the sex cult that he was running <clears throat> that had uh, Allison Mack in it, um, and some other people we're going to talk about today. But first, an update here on Harvey Weinstein. This is from USA Today. Harvey Weinstein charged with six additional sex assault counts in LA, including rape. Now, remember, he's already here in New York. Um, on charges of rape already, and he's already been sentenced. He's, he's going to be he's going to be stuck in, in prison for the rest of his life. He just got nailed with six more counts of it from L.A. So the additional charges stem from encounters involving two accusers and add three felony counts, each of forcible rape and forcible oral copulation to the list of charges. Weinstein, who is 68, is facing in the Los Angeles County Jail or court, and if he's convicted. Weinstein is facing up to 140 years in jail. And the only reason why I want to bring this up is because Harvey Weinstein, um, he was the supposed king of Hollywood. And that whole, that old guard, Harvey Weinstein was also with the Obamas on plenty of occasions. Even Michelle has been quoted, it's been on my show, saying how great of a human being Harvey Weinstein is. Remember Oprah, all these people, uh, the Clintons, all, all buddy, buddy with Harvey Weinstein. It seems all these rats seem to be all nested together in the same disgusting circles. And what a surprise, right? So Harvey Weinstein is done. Um, I'm sure there are thousands of victims that he had, people's lives he has ruined. And if he's convicted just for these six more, he's facing another 140 years in jail. So the man is going to rot in prison as he deservedly so. Now, as far as Claire... Brofman here. This is something I didn't catch in my last episode, so I'm glad I'm able to talk about it today. This is from Yahoo. Allison Mack should be worried what Harris Harris's 81 month sentence means in Nexium sex cult case. So we're gonna catch you up here real quick. So Clara Brofman, she's the hires who helped finance Nexium for over a decade, was sentenced to six years and nine months in prison for her role in the organization that's become known as a sex cult. That's nearly two years longer than federal prosecutors requested. And legal experts say Judge Nicholas G. Garafis is sending everyone involved a strong message. Now, Clara Brofman here, this is her. She is the Seagram's, Seagram's Harris, or Harris, however you want to say it. She was essentially the piggy bank 
for Keith Rainier's sex cult operation that he was running. This is where they were branding women with their with their weird symbols. Um, they were all pretty much sex slaves to Keith Rainier. There was they were grooming children. They were grooming grooming people. It was terrible, terrible stuff. Claire Brothman was essentially again the piggy bank for this entire operation, and the judge gave her an extra two two more years on more than what the prosecution was even asking for. The prosecution was happy with the punishment that she was going to get. The judge added two more years to the sentence, which was apparently um, it was unprecedented for something like this. But you're going to find out why in a moment why he did this. And, and I agree with the article here. It says he was sending a strong message. Now, why did this happen? Brothman 41 was the first prominent member to be sentenced as she pleaded guilty concealing to concealing and harboring aliens for financial gain and fraudulent use of personal identification information. Prosecutors argued Brothman inherited Seagram's liquor fortune, used her wealth and social status to promote founder Keith Rainier's self-help organization that really operated as a criminal enterprise. The judge is sending a clear message that Brothman's wealth, status, and influence cannot protect her from justice and punishment by the court. Los Angeles criminal defense attorney Silva Megadurchian tells Yahoo Entertainment Brothman acted essentially as an ATM machine for their organization. Nine victims of Nexium spoke at Wednesday's emotional hearing about how their lives were destroyed by Brothman, and Brothman has yet to denounce Nexium, nor did she apologize to the victims. This is how sick these people are, ladies and gentlemen. These people are on the same level as Epstein and Ghislaine Maxwell, but th this is the same type of immoral, disgusting victimizing human slave trafficking things that, that these people are involved with. This has a huge effect on a sentencing judge. Megadurchian uh, says she never took accountability. In fact, she actually thanked her fans in court. These actions are not looked at kindly by a judge who listened to victims talk about the harm Brothman caused them taken altogether, her wealth and influence, lack of accountability and the direct harm she caused the victims. The judge's decision is understandable. Brothman has repeatedly refused to disavow Rainier, who is convinced, convicted for multiple crimes, including sex trafficking and child exploitation offenses. Megadurchian believes this absolutely impacted Judge Garafi's decision. Now, why is this important? What is so fascinating is even with Brothman facing the prospect of the ire of the judge and prosecutor, she still did not denounce the person who caused so much harm and pain to so many people. This absolutely played a large role in the judge's sentence. The SLM law CEO says... If she apologized and denounced the organization in Rainier, her sentence would have been likely greatly reduced. Now we're gonna we're gonna finish that article in just a moment. How sick, how sick of a person do you have to be knowing exactly what you were doing, exactly what Keith Rainier was doing, whose uh, sentencing is coming, I believe, in another month? Knowing that women were being branded, children were being trafficked, groomed, Keith Rainier was having sex with all all these women doing terrible things and you're still still going to go into a court thinking you're you're hot stuff thanking the fans that are supporting her her fans whoever that who the hell are your fans she won't denounce it everyone knows this case has been talked about since i started uh started this journey on youtube this was be this was the biggest case up until epstein getting arrested as far as trafficking and human trafficking all that stuff and she won't denounce it, won't show any any uh, any remorse, nothing, nothing. So the judge, you know what? You're going to get another two years, and good for him. 
These other defendants should note that judge that the judge is taking the victim's account seriously and believes their lives ruined because of the actions of Nexium and their supporters. Mac has become one of the most prominent faces of Nexium as she was the first. She was a first line master in DOS, the secret woman branding sorority within the organization. During rituals, slaves were branded with Rainier and Mac's initials while saying, Master, please brand me. It would be an honor. Multiple victims have claimed she directed them to engage in sexual acts with Rainier. Allison Mack should be worried. Megadurchian says her defense counsel will likely advise her to apologize for her actions to be contrite in court and to somehow make amends for her actions. Any cooperation with prosecutors will help her get more sympathy from the court. And this should put anyone that's on notice right now that have not just the uh, Nexium case, Ghislaine Maxwell, are she going to show remorse? Is she going to apologize to the victims? I don't think they're going to. These people are so sick, ladies and gentlemen. They look at us like garbage. They look at children as as garbage, as things to do, to as vessels to do whatever they want, and then discard them as if they were nothing. This is how sick these people are. I'm seeing more and more examples of just no human emotion, no empathy, nothing there's nothing there besides pure evilness. And we're seeing the same, the same cycle of behavior and reactions from all these people that are involved, not with each other, but in the same kind of um, acts, um, crimes against children, human trafficking. They all have this disdain for human beings themselves. These people are sick. They're sick. So, it's, it's a warning shot to a lot of people, I believe, that are wrapped up in these cases. And we're hopefully going to see more justice be carried out and all that good stuff. So last thing that I want to uh, talk about today, if you guys didn't hear, if you guys didn't hear, QAnon and any of their, any of their uh, you know, conspiracy theories, we have all been officially condemned by the House. And what am I talking about? The House overwhelmingly approved 371 to 18, a bipartisan resolution condemning the far-right baseless QAnon conspiracy theory. The resolution, this is the funniest part, the resolution has no force of law, but it is time for Congress, but it is the first time Congress is on record condemning the conspiracy theory. Good job, guys. There's no law. We're not deemed a, uh, you know, a terrorist organization or anything. You know, even though the F- people think the FBI in one little, one little state uh, said we were, which was never true. But they have, uh, they're condemning us, and now it's official. And this was when the decision was made here for my boy Method saying officially condemned. On this boat, the yeas are 371, and the nays are 18 with one voting present. Resolution is adopted. Resolution is adopted. Congrats, everybody. Give yourselves a clap. Give yourselves a pat on the back. We made it, ladies and gentlemen. We got to the house and, you know, this disgusting rhetoric that we talk about, you know, we've we've made it. We've been officially condemned. Do you feel condemned? I don't. I feel like, I feel like we should all feel like heroes. We should all feel like patriots. But it's pretty funny, pretty funny seeing how this plays out. But there we are. There we are. So that is where I'm going to leave it today, ladies and gentlemen. Again, thank you for listening. Thank you for everyone out on the podcast that listens to this. 
You guys are all fantastic. Like, share, comment, especially share this episode on all your social media. Share it far and wide because YouTube is no longer leaving our content on the browse features uh, features of their of their app on their platform anymore for more than 10 minutes. So you know when you normally get, hey, this video is suggested. You might like this. And up until about a month ago, that is how this channel was exploding because YouTube is helping with that. All of a sudden, they are now cutting that down to nothing. And it's not just me. It's anyone that talks about these topics. So please share this con- share this content far and wide. Again, the YouTube channel here. Like, share, comment. Let everyone know we are the news now. We are almost at 107,000 subscribers. And ladies and gentlemen, if you want to get more extra content out of me, more streams out of me, go to my Patreon. I added just six or seven more since my last episode, and it's starting to build up like crazy. You guys will get a private live stream and other benefits, Q&As. I follow you back on Twitter and extra content. You guys can do the five, 15, 25. If you guys want to do a dollar, $2, $17, this is your way to become a personal um, sponsor of the show itself. And we have a great time on Mondays might be doing Mondays and Fridays for private live streams. But again, it's all for you guys. This doesn't go out in the public. This is an episode just for my diehard fans. People love it. I'm getting great feedback from it. And you got to, if you want to do more that financially, this is the best way to do it. And of course, guys on the way out, check out my merch shop. It's getting called out and we have some beautiful hoodies. We're going to be having some new things in the store very soon, but defend the media. You got to love the hoodies here, the hats, the cups, the mugs. This is all made by uh, my brother and and my other buddy out there here in New York. Uh, two local businesses here, and they make great, great stuff. And uh, you can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with it. So we're going to be getting some more winter stuff, some more Halloween stuff, and uh, more warmer stuff, hopefully, as the uh, days get colder. So this is where we're at. So you guys are great. Another wrap uh, wrap up for the week. Next time you'll see me, unless you're on my Patreon, you'll see me on Monday. Other than that, you're going to see me on Tuesday night for another live stream. And we're going to jump into another week of content. Things are getting crazy. Trump has COVID. What is this going to mean for the next two weeks? It's going to be very, very interesting. So let's see what happens. So until then, ladies and gentlemen, stay safe, stay warm. And as I always say, stay woke.